After John was arrested, Jesus came to Galilee proclaiming the good news of God and saying, The time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe in the good news. As Jesus passed along the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And Jesus said to them, Follow me and I will make you fish for people. And immediately they left their nets and followed him. As he went a little farther, he saw James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John, who were in their boat mending the nets. Immediately he called them, and they left their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired men and followed him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. I want to start this morning with a woman named Beth Albert. Now that name probably doesn't mean a whole lot to you. I happen to know it because of a connection that I had almost 50 years ago. My goodness, it doesn't seem that long. Um, you'll know why in a moment. Beth was doing the same thing though a woman named Teresa of Calcutta was doing in India. Now that name you probably know a lot better. This is the late 40s. We are in Southeast Asia. We are in Southern China. And Beth is doing work nobody else wants to do. She is busy. She is busy working with people nobody wants because these people are lepers. And because life is poor and it's right after the Second World War, nobody wants to talk to these people. They have no medicine, they have no clothes, they have no houses, they have nothing because they're outcasts over there. And she has gone to be with them, she has gone to help them, and as a nurse she has gone to do whatever she can for them. And so she begins to teach them two things. The first is self-reliance. She teaches them how to put houses together out of mud. She finds a set of old tin cans. I was thinking about this last night as I was doing some recycling. And they form these tin cans into small blocks that harden, and they form those into houses. She finds scraps and dresses them in clothes. She finds medicines that she can scrounge, and she uses them. And all of this she is doing so that she can do the second important thing she wants to do, which is tell them about the love of God and Jesus Christ. Now, the only reason she's there is because she happens to be sponsored by a church from North America. What happens is there's a man who shows up whose name is Bob Pierce. And he goes, I gotta meet this woman. I gotta see what she's doing. 
And lo and behold, right there, God walks into it. Because there's a woman who's just showing up with nothing. And she looks Bob Pierce in the eye and she said, now what are you going to do about this woman? He digs in his pocket and he hands her five bucks and says, that's all I can do. That's all the money I have with me. And then he goes back to the United States. And in that moment, at that time, right there by that witness, there's an organization that starts called World Vision. You may be aware of it. You may know what they do. They're still doing it. This many years, this many decades later, all because this woman paid attention to this gospel. She was out there spreading the good news. Just like Jesus is doing, he walks up and fills in behind his cousin John. And in the meantime, he knows he's going to need help, so he goes to collect a few people. And in that way, he gives them a golden opportunity. Because you see, in the days of empire, you're not working for you. The tax rate on these fishermen is something in the neighborhood of 75%. And if you think our income taxes are high, just have a thought. You're lucky if you keep enough together to get from year to year to year. And he says, I got a different job. I want you to come and find some people and some more people and some more people. And he picks four fishermen, two sets of brothers. He picks Simon and Andrew and James and John. That's one of those favorite trap questions we have for confirmation. Give me the list of the disciples and everybody goes, Peter. And I go, no. Because you'll notice here he's not Peter. He is Simon. First, he will become Peter. But here he is Simon. And he picks those two. And then he picks two more. And he has assembled now the executive. And the executive has got a couple of folks that I and several others love to stand in the shadow of. Because we're loudmouths. See, these two, James and John, in Mark chapter 3, he calls them the sons of thunder. Oh, we can be loud. I had one woman who came up to me. I got to tell you this. I had one woman who came up to me in a care facility, and she looked at me and proved uh, an old adage right. I'll give it to you in a minute. She said to me, Pastor. I said, what? She says, you're the first guy I've ever heard. And I said, I know where you were. You were sitting right in the back, weren't you? She said, yeah, I had to turn my hearing aids down. I said, oh? She said, yeah. And proved to me an equation that always holds true. The people who are most deaf... Sit in the back. Every care facility never fails. Doesn't mean they don't need to hear the witness either. Now, here's the great 
great joy I have in this text. It's real quick, and we all can fill it in. Number one, there's no exams. There's no test. There's not a whole lot of learning. You don't have to go to seminary. No, you just have to show up and follow along. And number two, this is perfectly in line with everything else in the Bible. And Oh, can I give you examples? Of people that God picks that don't fit the criteria. I mean, if you want to see people who don't fit, take a look at the first Samuel book, and you'll see all kinds of people. All kinds of folks who don't fit the mold that God wants. All the way from chapter 3, right on through 28. People who don't fit. God says, those are the folks I want, because they're the people who will be paying attention. Now, we've got a whole lot of work to do in 2024, and most of it's still in front of us. Here's the calling. The only question for us is, how are we going to fill it in? Amen.